Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you, Lord, that I am able to come into your presence again this morning. Lord, this is a brand new day. This is the day that you have made. Scripture says, Lord, that you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. And so, Father, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you, Lord, for the grace to enter your presence this morning. Thank you, Lord, for the grace to worship, to pray, to adore you, to glorify your name. Father, be magnified forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, we have come this morning just to declare that you are the one who is faithful. You are the one who is kind. You are the one who is holy. Be glorified forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you this morning as the ancient of days, as the one who is for an everlasting to everlasting. Jesus be glorified this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask this morning once again, Lord, bless us with your presence. Grant us wisdom and understanding as we read the word and let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray amen all right let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning i am murphy Eyenike. we continue reading the book of luke today we take one chapter as we did yesterday luke chapter 11 um luke chapter 11 is also a long chapter okay more than 50 50 something verses Okay, so we'll try to just take this one chapter today and learn from uh, learn from the teachings of Jesus. Here, Jesus, Jesus teaches about prayer. Okay, what can we learn from that? Please get your Bibles and let's read together. Luke chapter 11. It says that once Jesus was in a certain place praying as he finished one of his disciples came to him and said lord teach us to pray just as john taught his disciples okay so john taught his disciples to pray and they were asking jesus to teach them to pray very important not teach us how to pray okay so there's a difference between teaching someone how to pray and teaching someone to pray and like one of my mentors once said, the only way to pray is to pray. Okay? So, but Jesus will give them a very, very wonderful answer that we will learn shortly from. But one of the things you know you would have noticed about Jesus is the amount of time he spent praying. So very important. Even though Jesus was the Son of God, he came from the Father, was always connected to the Father jesus spends time praying if you are going to be successful as a christian prayer must become normal with you must become something that you do regularly just like jesus yes prayer connects you with the father 
prayer gives you the opportunity to commune with the Father, to talk with, to talk with the Lord and get to know Him better and better. Prayer is very, very, very uh, vital. It is literally like oxygen uh, to the to to a person. That's how prayer is to the Christian. If a Christian is not prayerful, and then they become naturally they become weak. So learn this from Jesus. He says that he went to a certain place. Find your own certain place and pray regularly. Now Jesus hears this request, teach us to pray. And Jesus said, this is how you should pray. So teach us to pray. But Jesus taught them how to pray. Okay, so Jesus, I'm sure in my mind, what I get from here is... Was, I have already lived as an example before you guys. So this is how to pray. This is the template. But to pray, find time to pray. Very important. Okay? Find time to pray. No one can do it for you. Okay? You can... I know that there are people who contract people to pray on their behalf. But it is not a smart, it is not smart at all. There is a limit to the prayer people can pray on your behalf. Pray on your own. Teach us to pray. Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Father, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come. So, Father, what Jesus is telling you is, if you want to pray, the first thing is relationship. It is Father prayer connects you to god teach us to pray father may your name be kept holy may your kingdom come so the first part of prayer is worship yes it is worshiping god okay so as you come into the presence of god just come to bless the king of kings hallelujah prayer is a time to be connected to the father to know him better and better jesus says father okay so when you come into the presence of god every morning whatever time you you choose whatever place you choose okay the first thing to come is to come to do is to come and worship god father may your name be kept holy may your kingdom come next jesus says give us each day the food we need okay so after you go past worship jesus says you can talk about your need you can ask you can make a request from god he says you can ask about the things you need for the day he says and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and don't let us yield to temptation now that is that one is so packed first of jesus says ask god to forgive your sins but remember that God will forgive your sins as you forgive those who sinned against you. So very important, if you have refused to forgive other people their sins, <laughs> Jesus actually taught a very important parable one time. He says that if you are bringing your gift to the altar and you remember that you and someone have an offense against one another, Jesus says, don't offer your gift. Go back, reconcile with that person, and then come and offer your gift. Very important. So Jesus says, deal with that part. There can be unforgiveness in your heart, and you come to want to worship God. Say, pray, 
forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us jesus also says pray and don't lead us don't lead us don't let us yield to temptation i like this version better help us to overcome temptation in other words help us to be able to resist temptation help us don't let us yield in give in to temptation verse 5 says then teaching them more about prayer he used the story in other words he taught them first of all how to pray and then gives them a lot more concept on how how what your prayer should be like so he says he used this story suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread uh, you say to him a friend of mine has just arrived for, for a visit and i have not nothing for him to eat and suppose he calls out from his bedroom don't bother me the door is locked for the night and my family and i are all in bed i can't help you but i tell you this though he won't do it for friendship's sake if you keep knocking long enough he will give he will give up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence so very important jesus first of all gives them the template and the next thing jesus goes to is the place of persistence the place of constance the place of an altar if you want to call that in prayer the place of waiting in the presence of god it was isaiah who said that those who wait on the lord will renew their strength okay so very 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 important persistence in prayer is very essential okay he says jesus calls it shameless persistence in other words i bloody don't care i bloody don't care until i get a response from god i am not going to give in wow how i wish we can come back to this model of prayer many of us pray and then we just give up on what we ask god for many of us pray and we don't even remember what we ask god for even before we finish the prayer no that is not how we should pray when we pray be specific be persistent you know be fervent in the place of prayer he says again and and so i tell you keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for keep on seeking and you will find keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you okay sometimes um it's not because god does not want to give us what we are asking god for but in the place of persistence sometimes things become clearer to us you real, you don't you then realize that this is what i should be praying for and how i should be asking about it or this specific thing i am asking god for is not even what i need uh, and yes that has happened to me many times in the place of prayer jesus said says keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you says for everyone who asks receives did you hear that that is like a guarantee everyone who asks receives everyone who seeks finds and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened many christians knock when the door is finally open they are not there they have moved on <laughs> many christians are seeking 
in and then before searching for a few minutes they move away they give up no that's not how prayer works prayer is searching it is asking it is you know waiting on to receive and i'm telling you jesus says um that when you ask your father he says god will do it he gives a very important you know vital point for us in verse 11 he says you fathers if your children ask for a fish do you give them as give them a snake instead or if they ask for an egg do you give them a scorpion says, of course not so he says so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your heavenly father give the holy spirit to those who ask him very important remember the place of relationship in the in prayer god is listening and god is waiting to hear you i'm telling you god delights to hear your voice and god is listening be persistent in the place of prayer don't give up and god will answer you just the same way that being as wicked earthly people as we have been as wicked as we are you know or we do things for our children as best as we think we know we know what to do god is all-knowing omnipotent okay god is all-powerful he knows what we need and i'm telling you god will answer you so don't give up in the place of prayer and god will bless you in the name of jesus next one day jesus cast out a demon from a man who couldn't speak and when the demon was gone the man began to speak the crowds the crowds were amazed but some of them said no wonder he can cast out demons he gets his power from satan the prince the prince of demons very important we see a a a you know somebody here who could not speak somebody who is dumb and it was caught by a demon very important there are many times where you see people having ailments weaknesses and they are not okay are naturally sourced this one was due to the presence of a demon what did jesus do jesus did not heal him jesus casted out the demon now they said jesus was doing it through the prince the prince of through the power of satan the prince of demons others trying to test jesus demanded that he showed them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority he knew their thoughts so he said any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed a family splintered by feuding will fall apart you say i am empowered by satan but if satan is divided and fighting against himself how can his kingdom survive and if i am empowered by satan what about your own exorcists uh, they cast out demons too so uh, they will condemn you for what you have said so even before now okay there were exorcists okay um i am sure using the name of god based on what god gave israel in the old testament they were able to cast out demon but the truth is the new had come and it was time to move away from the old of course we know that they were saying a lot of this because of jealousy but of course we also know that jesus was very offended with this statement 20 says but if i am casting out demons by the power of god then the kingdom of god has arrived among you how do you cast out demons 
by the power of God. 21. For when a strong man is fully armed and guards his, power, his palace, his possessions are safe until someone even stronger attacks and overpowers him, strips him of his weapon and carries off his belonging. You want to cast out demons? You have to be the stronger one. You cannot overcome a demon by your own power. Neither can you overcome a demon by your own understanding. You must be in Christ. It's as simple as that. What that means is that when you speak, it is Jesus. Okay, because you are in Christ. What the demons hear is Christ that is speaking. Okay, when 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 you 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 give a command, what the demons hear is Christ giving the command. So in other words, you become the more powerful person and then you are able to strip them of their possession. Hallelujah. Very, very, very important. Jesus says that until someone even stronger attacks and overpower him, he says, strips him of his weapons and carries off his belongings. He says, anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. Since when an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert searching for rest. But when it finds none, it says, I will return to the person I came from. Giving us a very, very important lesson. Demons, whenever they are cast out from people, will leave. But then they will always seek to return. They will always seek to return. He says, so if so it returns and find that its former home is all swept and in order. Swept and in order means that whatever a demon is cast out of a place then the place is clean and empty okay but you can't leave it like that if it is just empty the demon will come back you have to fill that place with something he says then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself and they all enter the person and live there and so that person is worse off than before jesus is not saying that because of that we should not cast out demons from people no he is saying that whenever demons is cast out from people, then something has to fill there. The person has to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The person has to be full of the word. Okay? Uh, the person has to make a change in their lives. If not, you will see again and again, Jesus will tell people, stop sinning so that things about you do not become worse. 27 says, as he was speaking, a woman in the crowd called out, God bless you. God bless your mother the womb from which you came and the breast the breasts that nursed you jesus replied but even more blessed are all who hear the word of god and put it into practice jesus wasn't saying that mary was not blessed his mother jesus was just saying that that is not as important he says more blessed okay are those who put the word of god to practice <laughs> very important those who do the word are blessed if you are somebody who practice the word of God, I'm telling you this morning, you are blessed. Next, because they asked Jesus for a sign, Jesus responded. As the crowd pressed in on Jesus, he said, This evil generation keeps asking me to show them as a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of Jonah. What happened to him was a sign to the people of Nineveh that God had sent him. What happens to the Son of Man will be a sign to these people that he that he was sent 
by God. In other words, just as when the people of Nineveh realized that Jonah had been in the, the belly of that fish for three days and that moved them to repentance, Jesus rising from the dead okay, was also going to move people to repentance. And I'm telling you, that is one of the reasons why we celebrate Easter. It is the day Jesus also rose from the dead, okay, after, after being in the ground for three days. He says, the queen of Sheba will stand up against this generation on judgment day and condemn it. For she came from a distant land to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Now someone greater than Solomon is here. He said, but you refuse to listen. The people of Nineveh will also stand up against this generation on judgment day and condemn it. For they repented of their sins at the preaching of Jonah. Now someone greater than Jonah is here. But you refuse to repent. I'm telling you, the people were just stubborn. Next, verse 33, no one lights a lamp and hides it or puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where its light can be seen by all who enter the house. The light is the word of God. The lamp is the word of God. Jesus says, whatever I am giving you, you shouldn't hide it. Place it where it, it, it can give you light. It can illuminate your life. And as you begin to do the word, you are blessed. He says, your high is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your high is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is unhealthy, your body is filled with darkness. Make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. If you are filled with light with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant as though a floodlight were filling you with with light what do i get from jesus here the place of being thorough of being consistent of being persistent many of us take the word of god and then after a little while because we claim we don't have results we give up jesus says look if you are filled with light with no dark corners you know how that works right sometimes it is gradual sometimes you begin to shine the light until it exposes every dark corner but when you eventually do jesus says that when your old life you know is filled with light he says it will be radiant and when your life is flooded with light i'm telling you you are blessed you will see the word of god will work for you Jesus then criticizes the religious leaders. As Jesus was speaking, one of the Pharisees invited him home for a meal. So he went in and took his place at the table. His host was amazed to see that he sat down to eat without first performing the hand-washing ceremony required by Jewish custom. Then the Lord said to him, You Pharisees are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish but inside you are filthy full of greed and wickedness <laughs> if you are somebody else and you and and the person said this to you what will you do okay but at the same time you know these guys were just very very funny you invited somebody into your house and the first thing you are paying attention to is whether he washed his hands or not you did not bring water to wash his feet or 
to wash his face at least get the sand out of his body okay what you were complaining about is that he didn't wash his hand before eating if you had brought water for him to wash his leg and wouldn't he have washed his hands already but no that was not what they are concentrating about it was where they were trying to bring out the fact that jesus was was trying to cancel their culture that was what they they were trying to lay emphasis on ah this is our law you should wash your hand yes it says jesus then replied that you pharisees are so careful to clean the outside of the dish of the cup and the dish but inside you are filled full of greed and wickedness fools didn't god make the inside as well as the outside so clean the inside by giving giving gifts to the poor and you will be clean all over clean the inside by giving gifts to the poor clean the inside by being a doer of the word that was what jesus was saying practice the word of god he says what sorrow awaits you pharisees you know i'm telling you i can literally feel the anger of jesus from when they accused him that he he was casting out demons through the power of satan this is what sorrow awaits you pharisees for you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herbs garden Uh, but you ignore justice and the love of god you should tithe yes but do not neglect the more important things the more important things is justice and love for god Eh? they are the more important things what sorrow awaits you pharisees for you love to sit in in the seats of honor in the synagogue and receive respectful greetings as you walk in the marketplaces yes what sorrow awaits you for you are like eating graves in the field people walk over them without knowing the corruption they are stepping on wow it says teachers said an expert in religious law you have insulted us <laughs> two in what you have just said eh, jesus was intentionally insulting them yes jesus said what sorrow also awaits you expert in religious law for you crush people with unbearable religious demands and you never lift a finger to ease the burden they will not be they will not do the word but they will stand over you demanding that you practice uh, practice the word he says you never lift a finger to ease the burden he says what sorrow awaits you for you build monuments for the prophets your own ancestors killed long ago but in fact you stand as witnesses who agree with what your ancestors did they killed the prophets and you join in their crime by building the monuments uh, this is what god in his wisdom said about you i will send prophets and apostles to them uh, but they will kill some and persecute persecute the others and that was exactly what they, they were doing so as a result this generation will be held responsible for the murder of all god's prophet from the creation of the world from the mother of abel jesus calls abel a prophet from the mother of abel to the mother of zachariah who was killed between the altar and the sanctuary yes it will be it will certainly uh, be charged against this generation what sorrow awaits you expert in religious law for you remove the key to knowledge from the people you don't enter the kingdom yourself and you prevent others from entering wow what sadness next verse 53 as jesus was leaving the teachers of religious law and the pharisees became hostile and tried to provoke him with many questions 
they wanted to trap him into saying something they could use against him who does this to invite somebody into your house and then be this hostile against them but i love jesus jesus was not afraid to go into hostile territory okay he knew who sent him and he was just doing what the father sent him to do hallelujah all right so that concludes chapter 11 what lesson do we take away from today for me the most important one is the place of prayer jesus taught the disciples how to pray you want to pray they said teach us to pray jesus taught them how to pray because the only way to pray is to pray yes the only way to pray is to pray pray anyhow you know how to okay you don't have to pray in a particular place if you want to pray on a mountain that is fine you want to pray under the under the table that is fine wherever it is you choose find that place secondly jesus taught them the place of persistency yes persistence remember that you are talking to your father and not to anyone else jesus says our father that has to be the first thing in prayer our father your father is in heaven our father who is in heaven may your name be made holy hallelujah so very important i want us to practice that as we go this morning i want us to just begin to worship god and pray this morning that god will help us to be persistent to be consistent in the place of prayer open your mouth this morning and pray father thank you lord for this secret that we have found out this morning help us to be persistent in the place of prayer in the mighty name of jesus help us lord to know you better and better in the mighty name of jesus lord take us deeper in our walk with you in the mighty name of jesus as we come this morning we declare lord that we want to love you more and more help us to find you in the mighty name of jesus Father, we thank you. As we walk with this secret from today, help us to grow in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.